ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان استقل حديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث حديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اما بعد no the muslim and the mu'min who has been given understanding and insight and recognition of the purpose of his existence purpose of life and the purpose and reason for his existence and the place where he is heading towards the akhirah either to jannah either to paradise or either to the fire wala mahala that is something that is inevitable so the one who has been blessed with knowing this and given that tawfiq from Allah to know this and to act upon that which this belief necessitates then no doubt that the muslim and the mu'min yafrah he rejoices at those times those awqat al-fadila those awqat al-fadila those virtuous times those virtuous times wherein the deeds are multiplied the good deeds are multiplied and by way of these times and these virtuous times the evil sins and the mistakes of an individual are wiped away these awqat al-fadila and these mawasim and these times and occasions and seasons that come about upon the muslim and that is from the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he placed for the muslim that which comes about regularly continuously reoccurs and so from them the five daily salawat from them the juma from them ramadan and that is why the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said salawat al-khams والجمعه الى الجمعه ورمضان الى رمضان كفاره لما بينهن اذا اجتنبت الكبائر five daily prayers one jumu'ah to another jumu'ah and one ramadan to another ramadan is that which wipes away the sins يعني the minor sins so long as the major sins are avoided as for the major sins then upon a person is to repent from them والله والله يتوب على من تاب and Allah subhanahu he accepts the repentance of those who repent 
And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he used to give glad tidings. He used to rejoice and give glad tidings to the Sahaba when these times and occasions would come about. When Ramadan would come about, he would give glad tidings to the Sahaba. And that is why Abu Harara radiallahu ta'ala an, the Sahabi al-Jaleel radiallahu an, he mentioned, كَانَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم يُبَشِّرْ أَصْحَابَهِ The Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم, he used to بَشِّرْ يُبَشِّرْ أَصْحَابَهِ He used to give glad tidings. He used to give glad tidings to the companions, to his companions, when Ramadan would come. When they would enter Ramadan. And he would say, يَقُولْ قَدْ جَاءَكُمْ شَحْرُ رَمَضَانِ it has come to you that month of Ramadan. Shahrun Mubarak. A month that is blessed. Katab Allah alaykum siyamu. Allah subhanahu has prescribed for you fasting that month. The fasting of that month of Ramadan. Fihi tuftah. Fihi tuftah. Abwabul jinan. And in this month, in this blessed month, the gates to Jannah are open. وَتُغْلَقْ فِيهِ أَبْوَابُ الْجَحِيمِ And the gates to the hellfire are closed. وَتُغَلُّ فِيهَا الشَّيَاطِينِ And the devils are chained. فِيهِ لَيْلَةً In it, in this month, is a night. خَيْرٌ مِنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٍ Is a night that is better than a hundred months. مَنْ حُرِمَ خَيْرُهَا Whoever is deprived of its khayr, of its goodness, فَقَدْ حُرِمْ Then he truly has been deprived. The one who is deprived. A thousand months. A thousand months. I said a thousand months? Huh? Afwan. Naam. Alf shahr. A thousand months. A thousand months. Manhurim, whoever is deprived of its khair, faqad hurim. Then he truly has been deprived. And that hadith was narrated by Imam Ahmed and Nisai. Hadith that was sahih. And that which informs us also, ayyul ikhwa, of the virtue of Ramadan, of reaching Ramadan and the blessing of Ramadan, is that hadith which we mentioned yesterday, that hadith narrated by Talha bin Ubaidillah, radiallahu anhu, when he mentioned that there were two men who came to the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, jami'a, and they accepted Islam at the same time. وَكَانَ أَحَدُهُمَا أَشَدُّ إِجْتِهَادًا مِنْ مِنْ And one of them was more severe in striving, in striving, in worship, and obedience to Allah subhanahu. Then his companion. فَغَزَ الْمُجْتَهِدْ مِنْهُمَا And the one who used to strive, he went out in the way of Allah. He went out in the way of Allah. فَاسْتُشْهِدْ And he was martyred. ثُمَّ مَكَثَ الْآخِرِ بَعْدَهُ سَنَةً ثُمَّ تُوَفِّي And then the one who remained, his companion, he remained 
and lived for another year after him and then he died only a year after him and then he died فَرَأَيْتُ فِيمَا يَرَى النَّائِمْ كَأَنِّي عِنْدَ بَابِ الْجَنَّةِ And so I saw that which the one who is sleeping he sees يعني in, in a dream and I was dreaming and this hadith ayyul ikhwa is sahih narrated by Imam Ahmed and Imam Al-Mundhri in his targhib tarheeb and Sheikh Sheikh Al-Albani rahimahullah he declared the hadith sahih in sahih targhib so he mentions that I saw in a dream كَأَنِّي عِنْدَ بَابِ الْجَنَّةِ As though I was in, as though I was standing by the gate of Jannah. إِذْ أَنَا بِهِمَا And then I was with these two men who died. وَقَدْ خَرَجَ خَارِجٌ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ And they came out one from Jannah. فَأَذِنَ لِلَّذِي تُوَفِّيَ الْآخِرَ مِنْهُمَا And he, gave, he granted permission for the one who died later, he granted permission to him to enter Jannah, the one who died later on. Not the one who died in the way of Allah. And the mujtahid, the one who used to strive in the way of Allah. ثُمَّ خَرَجْ فَأَذِنَ لِلَّذِي اسْتُشْهِدِ And then he came out again, this caller from paradise. And then he, get, he granted permission to the one who died in the way of Allah. And on the battlefield. ثُمَّ رَجَعَا And then they both came out. They came back to me. فَقَالَ لِي And they said to me, ارْجِعْ They said, go back. فَإِنَّهُ لَمْ يَأْنِ لَكَ بَعْدِ Indeed, it is not your time yet. Go back. فَأَصْبَحَ طَلْحَا يُحَدِّثْ بِهِ النَّاسِ so Talha in the morning, he woke up and he began to tell the people of this dream that he saw. فَعَجَبُوا لِذَلِكَ And they were amazed. They were amazed by this, what Talha was narrating to them, that which he saw in his dream. And so that reached the Messenger of Allah Wasallam. فَقَالَ And so he said, مِنْ أَيِّ ذَلِكَ تَعْجِبُونَ He said, What from that amazes you? What is, it, what is that that amazes you? And so they said, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, هذا كان أشد اجتهادا That this individual, he used to be more severe in striving. He was known for his ijtihad in ibadah, striving in worship. And he went out to fight in the way of Allah. And he died as a martyr. He died as a martyr. ثُمَّ stushit, And so he died and was killed فِي سَبِيلِ In the way of Allah, in the path of Allah. وَدَخَلَ هَذَا الْجَنَّةِ قَبْلَهُ But yet this one who died later on, not on the battlefield, not on the battlefield, and he wasn't greater in striving than this one, but he entered Jannah and he, in this dream that Talha saw, and he entered Jannah before this, this one who died in the way of Allah. So they were amazed at this. Because they knew the virtues of the one who dies in the way of Allah. And the one who strives, mujtahid, in the ibadah. And so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Alaysa makatha hadha ba'dahu sana. Did, did not this one remain after him 
for a year, meaning he lived for a year longer. He did not live upon the earth. A year after this one who died in the way of Allah, قالوا بلا, they said of course. قال, وَأَدْرَكَ رَمَضَانَ وَصَامَ Did he not reach the month of Ramadan and fasted? They said, Bala, of course. He said, وَصَلَّ كَذَا وَكَذَا سَجْزَةً فِي السَّنَةً Did he not pray such and such amount of prayers in the year? Again, they said, Bala, of course. قال, and so he said, فَلَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا أَبْعَدْ مَا بَيْنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ Indeed, that which is between them, the difference between them is further than the distance between and the difference between the heavens and the earth. And in one wording, Salah Alfan Wathaman Mi'at Salah Wasama Ramadan. And he prayed 1,800 prayers and fasted the month of Ramadan. 1,800 prayers. How many prayers in the day? Five. Five. How many days in the month? Maximum in the Islamic calendar. 30. Five Five times 30, how much is that? Hmm? 150. Times that by 12. Hmm? 1,800. 1,800. Did he not remain behind for a year? And did he not pray such and such amount of prayers in, the, in that year? So here, the maximum amount. A year. 1,800 prayers. And he reached Ramadan. And he fasted Ramadan. Naam. And this may seem strange. And you may be amazed. How? How when we know the virtues of the one who dies in the way of Allah, goes out onto the battlefield and dies in the way of Allah. We all know the virtues of the one and the reward of the one who dies in the way of Allah. Just as the Sahaba were amazed, you have Salaf before you, those who were amazed before you, the Sahaba were amazed. But upon you is this hadith. The hadith narrated by Amr ibn Murrah. The hadith which is narrated by Ibn Habban and Ibn Khuzayma and also declared Sahih by Shaykh al-Albani rahimahullah in his Ta'liqat al-Hisan. The hadith where he mentioned Ja'a rajulun ila Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam. They came a man to the messenger of Allah sallallahu wa and he said Ya Rasulullah O Messenger of Allah, أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ شَهِدْتُ أَنَّ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَأَنَّكَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ O Messenger of Allah, have you seen that if I bear witness that none has a right to be worshipped in truth except for Allah and that you are the Messenger of Allah وَصَلَيْتُ الصَّلَوَاتُ الْخَمْسِ and I prayed the five daily prayers وَأَدَّيْتُ الزَّكَاءِ and I gave the zakat. وَسُمْتُ رَمَضَانِ And I fasted the month of Ramadan. وَقُمْتُ And I stood its nights in prayer. 
فَمِمَّنْ أَنَا So who am I from? Who will I be from if I do these things? And the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, مِنَ السِّدِّقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ مِنَ السِّدِّقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ You will be considered from the Siddiqeen, the truthful ones, and the Shuhada. And the Shuhada. And so this one who lived a year after, considered from the Shuhada. That is why, يعني, it may seem strange and you, amazing, but this shows to us the virtues and the bless and the blessing of the one who reaches Ramadan after Ramadan. Or those occasions, the salawat, to be able to give the zakah, the, the, the zakah. That Allah blesses a person with that opportunity, and if a person takes advantage of that, then look how he can gain that reward which is greater than the one who may die in the way of Allah. Likewise, in that hadith, in the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari, Imam of the Muhaddithin, Imam al-Bukhari, he narrates, or he records in, in, in his Sahih, that hadith narrated by Abu Hurairah, radiallahu anhu, that he said, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu he said, Man amana billah, whoever believes in Allah, wa rasul, and in, and in his Messenger, wa aqam salah he establishes the prayer. وَصَامَ رَمَضَان And he fasts the month of Ramadan. كَانَ حَقًّا عَلَى اللَّهِ أَيُدْخِلُهُ الْجَنَّةِ And it is a promise binding upon Allah. That Allah will admit him into Jannah. A promise binding upon Allah. جَاهَدَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Whether he jahad, perform jihad in the way of Allah, أو جَلَسَ في أرضه التي ولد فيها. Whether he fought in the way of Allah or whether he remained sat in the land in which he was born, never left. So these hadith, all of them, they show to us the virtue of the one who reaches Ramadan, reaches that Ramadan and fast that month. نعم. And also, as has come in the hadith, the hadith also in the Sahihain. كل عمل ابن آدم له إلا الصوم. Every action of the son of Adam له. Those actions are for him. إلا الصوم. Except for fasting. فإنه لي وأنا أجزي به. For indeed that psalm, that fasting is for me. And I shall reward him for that. أهل العلم when they explain the meaning of this. They mention a number of explanations. And the meaning of this hadith is that the actions of the son of Adam, all of them are for himself except for Saul. Ex- except for Saul, for indeed it is for me, and I shall reward him for that. And so the explanations that have come concerning this hadith, that firstly, that it shows to us or one particular explanation that has come concerning the meaning of this hadith is that Saum is amal batini. It's an inward action. La ya'lamuhu illallah. None knows of it except for Allah. As for all the other actions, salah, zakah, hajj, umrah, 
every other action, then people are aware of those actions. And they are outward actions. Except for Som. When a person, he, he, Som includes Tark, leaving off something. And in that, it's not, it's not something that's visible. A person is not able to know that you are, you're, you're leaving off food or drink. As for Salah, when you pray, people can see that you're, that you're praying. When you give Zakat, when you perform Hajj, and Umrah. But Suyam, that is something that is hidden. And so this is, the, this is one explanation. إِنَّهُ That it is for me. It is for me. And it is that Sir, that secret between that the Abd, the servant, وَرَبِّهِ and his Lord. That secret between the servant and his Lord. None is able to look into that psalm except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, and that which aids this explanation or supports this explanation is the wording in Sahih, in Sahih Muslim. Where it's mentioned, The, the hadith, كل عمل ابن آدم لي إلا الصوم إلا الصوم وأنا أجزي به يدع الشحوة وطعامه من أجلي that he left his food and he left his desires for my sake for my sake so that supports that that explanation there that it was يعني يعني there's no رياه that comes into it. It's purely for Allah. Because none is able to look. Because the one who does, does, performs those other actions for the sake of showing off and showing, showing the people, then he, that is possible with the other actions. But for Psalm, with Psalm, la. Psalm is not able. A person is not able to show that to the people. But if a person truly, he fasts, and he leaves off food, and when he's in seclusion, he leaves off that food and drink, then that is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So riyah does not come, come into fasting. Naam. And so this shows to us that a siyam from those actions that riyah does not come into and it is, it is based or it is carried out with ikhlas, with ikhlas, with sincerity. Also that which has been mentioned concerning innahu li wa ana it is for me and I shall reward him for that. Is that what is well known is that the righteous actions are multiplied. Yudaf, multiplied. Walhasana bi ashri amthaliha, as is well known. A good deed is multiplied by kam? 10. Ila sabamiat dhaf. Up to. 700 fold. And if between 10 and 700. However, as it relates to fasting, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this hadith, He attributed the, yani the, the reward of that siyam to Himself without mentioning a number. Without mentioning a number. Fayakun, as Shaykh Salih Fawzan, He mentioned, Fayakun ajru sa'im. عَظِيمًا كَثِيرًا بِلَا حِسَابٍ And so the reward of the, of the fasting person is a tremendous reward that cannot be 
يعني limited to a number بلا حساب without limit without limit that which supports this explanation of this hadith or this explanation of this part of the hadith that, it, that Siyam is for me and I shall reward him for that is that which has come كل عمل ابن آدم يضعف in one wording of this hadith every action of the son of Adam يضعف is multiplied الحسنة بعشر أمثالها one good deed is multiplied by ten إلى سبعمائة ضعف up to seven hundred fold إلا الصوم except for صوم فإنه لي وأنا أجزي so here the scholars mention here that this shows to us that the meaning of that it is for me and I shall reward him for it is that the other actions they are multiplied between 10 700 except for some bila hisab bila hisab multiplied without being able to, to put a specific number to it but rather limitless another explanation that has come concerning this hadith is that this hadith has come concerning the qisas, that retribution and justice and repayment that will take place on the qiyamah. But the Messenger of Allah, he mentioned that, a man will come with righteous actions, with salah, with siyam, with actions, amthal jibal. The likes of mountains. يأتي وقد شتم هذا. He will come, but yet he abused this person, hurled abuse at this person. وضرب هذا and he beat this person. وأخذ مال هذا and he took the the wealth of this one, and he oppressed people. And so the hadith mentions. فيؤخذ لهذا من حسناته حتى إذا فنيت. حَسَنَاتُهُ وَلَمْ يَبْقَ شَيْءٍ And so, his good deeds, this person who oppressed these people, in order for that, re- that justice to take place and the retribution, then it will be taken from his good deeds and, and given to the مَظْلُومِينَ Those people that he pre- uh, oppressed. So his good deeds will be taken and, and given to those who, whom he oppressed. Up until the point there remains nothing from his good deeds. So at this point, what happens? For those who know the hadith, he takes the taken from the bad deeds of this of this person and uh, of the of, of who? Of the people who he oppressed and put onto him, thrown onto him, and thrown onto him. Hmm? Except for Saum. Illa Saum. Saum, it will not be taken from the one who oppressed. It won't be taken from his Saum. It won't be taken from his Saum. And so Ahlul M, they mention, Illa Saum, fa'innahu la yu'khad minhu. Except for fasting. It won't be taken from the fasting to repay that which he owes to the people and those that he oppressed. Won't be taken. يوم القيامة. وإنما يدخره الله للعامل يجزي به. 
But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will store away the fasting and he will reward him based on that fasting. And that is why Sufyan ibn Uyayna, he mentioned, and before we mention the statement of Sufyan ibn Uyayna, that which supports this explanation is that which has come, the wording, Kul amal ibn Adam, every action of the son of Adam, kafara, is an expiation, and he wipes away the sins. Uh, wipes away the sins. Illa som, except for som. Meaning som is not an expiation for those sins and those wrongdoings that he did. Except for som. It doesn't wipe away, it's stored away for him. That's why Sufyan ibn Ayna, he mentioned, he said, إِذَا كَانْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ That Imam Sufyan ibn Ayna, he said, يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يُحَاسِبَ اللَّهُ عَبْدَهُ Allah will bring his slave to account. وَيُؤَدِّي مَا عَلَيْ مِنَ الْمَظَالِمِ مِنْ مِنْ سَائِرِ عَمَلِهِ حَتَّى إِذَا لَمْ يَبْقَى إِلَّا الصَّوْمِ يعني that which is coming in the hadith that Allah will bring his servant to account and he will repay from his deeds that which he owes to the people and those people that he oppressed up until nothing remains except for صوم يَتَحَمَّلَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ مَا بَقِيَ مِنَ الْمَظَالِمِ and at that point Allah will take away that burden from him. And Allah will deal with that himself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with that himself. That which is owed to, the, to those people that he oppressed. وَيُدْخِلُهُ الْجَنَّةِ بِالصَّوْمِ And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter this person into Jannah through his soul. Because that's the only thing that will remain. But the question, however, this hadith mentions that a man will come with salah with siyam, with actions, the uh, likes of mountains. But it will take him from those deeds, up until nothing remains. But then, how do we explain this? That song will remain. So, some people they say, but well, how, how can we say this when Allah mentions that nothing will remain? And he will come with song. But it, it, nothing will remain, it will be taken from his good deeds. But here there is no contradiction. Because, the, because this hadith... And the, that wording that has come, and the explanation of Sufya, the, the, the scholars, and from them, Sufyan ibn Uyayna, the Imam, that the, here there is no contradiction. That Siyam, for a person, for Allah to store away that psalm, and then to cause him to enter Jannah through that psalm, then he would have to come with that anyway. He would have to come with that. Because they, they, they would be from his deeds. And so he would come, yes, with Salah, with Siyam, and with, all, with every other action. He would come. But the psalm will remain يعني, intact, without taking from them. So there's no contradiction. The fact that a person will come with psalm, yes, he will come with psalm, and it will be taken from his good deeds, except for psalm. Illa psalm. So all those actions, kafara, illa psalm, except for psalm. There's no contradiction here. And the final explanation that has come concerning this hadith is إِنَّهُ لِي It is, indeed it is for me, a song, that the scholars they mention, that the meaning of this, is that, it hasn't been recorded, from the mushrikeen, that they would ever fast for their gods. It hasn't been mentioned, that they would fast for their gods, they would slaughter for them, they would vow, they would make tawaf, they would do all of these things, except for, Song. He wouldn't do that for the gods. 
And so here the meaning is what? That Psalm is for me. Not for any of the gods. It's never been carried out for any of the gods. But for me only. Indeed it is for me. So this is Siyam, ayyul ikhwa, the Siyam, aladhi kutiba alaykum, that Siyam that has been prescribed upon you. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, Ya ayyuladhina amanu, kutiba alaykum al-Siyam, O you who believe, fasting has been prescribed upon you, kama kutiba alaladhina min qablikum, just as it was prescribed and made obligatory upon those who came before you. But the question is, why was Ramadan chosen over the other months? Why? Why was Ramadan chosen to be that pillar, the fourth pillar, the fourth pillar in Islam? Why did Allah choose Ramadan for the Muslims to carry out this pillar? Hmm? Why, did not, why did not Allah choose the Ashr al-Hurum, the sacred months? Rajab, Dhul Ka'dah, Dhul Hijjah, Muharram. Ramadan was always there, even before the obligation. Ramadan was always there, even before the obligation of يعني, the, 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 the term Ramadan. And that month being named Ramadan was always there in Jahili, even before Islam. It comes from the word uh, Ramadan, which comes, يعني, it takes the meaning of to burn. To burn. And the scholars, they mentioned that the reason why the Arabs, they named that month, that particular month, Ramadan, is because it coincided the time of the year when it was extremely hot, summer. And يعني, it would burn. The heat would burn. Heat would burn. That's how hot, hot it was. So they named that month Ramadan. And also because, يعني, some scholars mentioned that Ramadan was, or had always been fasted by the previous nations. Just as it was prescribed and written upon those before you. And that they fasted Ramadan also, the previous nations, always, the Ramadan had been fasted by the people before. And so, it took the name Ramadan because it burns away the sins, wipes away the sins. So that's one explanation that the scholars they give. But why did Allah choose Ramadan? And not the Ashr al-Hurram. Huh? Rahim, jawabed before. Sorry. You answered before. Yeah, the Quran was because of the Quran. Naam, because of the Quran. Because the Quran was revealed in Ramadan. Because there's a strong connection between the Quran and Ramadan. That strong connection between the Quran and Ramadan. Awal and the Quran was revealed in Ramadan. Shahru Ramadan. الذي أنزل فيه القرآن month of Ramadan in which the Quran was revealed meaning that the revelation began in Ramadan not that all of it was revealed in Ramadan some scholars they mentioned that the, that يعني, it was uh, uh, written in the law uh, al-mahfuz in Ramadan all of it all of it but no doubt there is a strong connection between Ramadan and the Quran and Jibreel alayhi salam he would come he would come every Ramadan once a year he would come every Ramadan and the messenger of Allah sallam, would display the Quran to him and he would read the Quran from memory once a year to Jibreel except for the, for the, for the final year 
in which the, the year the, the messenger of Allah Sallallahu passed away, he read the Quran twice to Jibreel. He read the Quran twice. Tayyip, but question. So he would come in Ramadan, Jibreel, but when was the fasting of Ramadan made obligatory? We covered this in the previous lessons in Tlatah Usul. Second year. You got, you, you, the brothers now, you, you, you know each year when the pillars were obligated. The second year. Tayyib. So, from the second year after the Hijrah, is that when Jibreel came? From that point? But the Quran was revealed before. But Ramadan was only, the fasting of Ramadan was only obligated in the second year. The Quran was revealed right from the very beginning. From the Ba'tha when the Messenger of Allah was sent with Iqra in the cave of Hira. Hmm? So did it only come when the Siyam of Ramadan was obligated? Hmm? As we mentioned before, Ikhwah, that the Ramadan was always there before, even the obligation, before the obligation of Siyam. It was always there. Ramadan was always there. It was always there. Even before the sending of the Messenger of Allah Naam. And that which has been recorded, Ayyul Ikhwah, that hadith by Wathila ibn Ashqa'a. Wathila ibn Ashqa'a. He said, Unzilat Suhf Ibrahim. Awal layla min Ramadan. The Suhf of Ibrahim, the scriptures that were given to Ibrahim, were revealed the first night of Ramadan. Wa'unzilat Torah. Lisitin. Madain. Min Ramadan. And in the sixth of Ramadan, sixth of Ramadan, the Torah was revealed. And the Injil was revealed thirteenth night of Ramadan. The Injil. And the Zabur was revealed the eighteenth night of Ramadan. The eighteenth night of Ramadan. Naam. And the Qur'an was revealed the 24th night of Ramadan. The 24th night of Ramadan. That hadith was narrated by Imam Ahmed and declared Sahih by Shaykh al-Albani or Hassan. The chain of narration was declared Hassan by Shaykh al-Albani in his Sahih. Imam al-Qurtabi, he mentions that the people of Tafsir and the people of uh, Tariq and history, the historians, that... They mentioned that Awal Man Saam Ramadan, the first one to fast Ramadan was anyone know? What the historians say? Nuh alayhi salam. Nuh alayhi salam when he was saved and he dismounted the ark. That he fasted Ramadan. However, Many of the scholars they mention concerning that ayah, Ya ayyuhu ladhina amanu, kutiba alaykum usiyam, kama kutiba ala ladhina min qablikum, just as it was prescribed and obligated upon those before you, that we know from this ayah that siyam was obligated on the previous nations. The scholars they mention, such as Mu'ad ibn Jabal, the Sahaba, from the Sahaba of Tafsir, those Sahaba that were known for the tafsir of the Qur'an. Mu'ad ibn Jabal, ibn Mas'ud, ibn Abbas, 
and from the Tabi'een, Aqa, and others, that it was three days of every month. Three days of every month. That they were commanded to fast and obligated to fast three days of every month. And likewise, this Ummah, at the very beginning, at the very beginning, at the very beginning, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions, Ya ayyuladhina amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam, kama kutiba alaykum min qablikum, ayyaman ma'adudat, yani a number of days, a number of prescribed days, that this here was before the obligation of fasting the whole, the month of Ramadan. Fasting the month of Ramadan. And then later on in the verse after, شَحْرُ Ramadan. الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتِ مِنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّحْرَ فَلْيَسُمْ And so whoever from amongst you reaches this month of Ramadan, then let him fast. But prior to that, that fasting that was prescribed was only three days. Three days of every month. And Ashura. And Ashura. But soon as Ramadan, fasting that month was obligated, then that abrogate, yani that, that abrogated that previous, uh, those days of fasting. Naam. And so at the beginning, it was every three days, it was three days of every month, and Ashura. And Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, he mentions that in this is wisdom. In this is a wisdom. That the wisdom is that in fasting, la shak there is mushakka, difficulty. Especially in the hijaz, in that area of Mecca, Medina, difficult because of the heat. And specifically Mecca, specifically Mecca, which is hotter than Medina, which is hotter than Medina. Although Medina is still hot. But he was obligated, where? In Mecca or Medina? In Medina, the, the, the month of Ramadan. As for the three days before, then they, يعني, were uh, a person, had, يعني, uh, he had a choice. He had a choice. أَيَّامٍ مَعْدُودَاتٍ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions. فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ مَرِيضًا أَوْ عَلَى سَفَرٍ فَعِدَّةٌ مِنْ أَيَّامٍ أُخْرٍ That, uh, there are prescribed days that whoever from amongst you is maridan, sick, or traveling, then he is to make up other days. And he is to make up other days. But as for those who, they can fast but with difficulty, then they can choose. To give the fidya, yani to feed a poor person for every day. So, at the beginning, they had a choice. They had a choice to fast. And so the wisdom is what? Shaykh Ibn Tameen, he mentions that if it was to be made obligatory right from the very beginning, it would be difficult upon the people. However, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, فَمَن تَطَوَّعَ خَيْرًا فَهُوَ خَيْرًا لَهِ However, However, if you were to fast, then that is better for you. 
Yani you have the choice to either fast or give the fidya, the ransom. وَأَنْتَسُومُ But that you fast is better. It's better that you fast if you can do it. And so here, there's like an encouragement to fast, but not obligatory. Not obligatory. So here, this is like khamar. The obligation or the prohibition of staying away from, from khamar in the same manner as we, as we know. That the prohibition of khamar came in stages. It came in stages. Naam. Um, and that was four stages, as we know, four stages, khamar. At the first stage, it was, it was halal. The second stage, so the first stage, as Allah Taala mentions, as Shaykh Dameen, he mentions all of this to show how uh, the siyam, similar, that this gradual legislation, this gradual legislation. Uh, and so for example, that as it relates to Khamar, that at the very beginning, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentioned in the ayah that it was allowed for them. Halal. وَمِن ثَمَرَاتِ النَّخِيلِ وَالْأَعْنَابِ تَتَّخِذُونَ مِنْهُ سَكَرًا حَسَنًا And from the fruits of date palms and grapes, you derive strong drinks. Yani intoxicants. Wine. And a goodly provision. Yani you seek provision from it. You seek provision. Earning and yani wealth from it. So in this ayah, there's an indication towards what? That it's allowed. That it's allowed. And then in the other ayah, there's an ishara that, it, that in it is darar. That it's harmful. And so, uh, Allah he mentioned, They ask you about khamar, intoxicants, and maysir, gambling. قُلْ فِيهِمَا إِثْمٌ كَبِيرٌ وَمَنَافِعُ لِلنَّاسِ Say that in them there is a, a great sin. وَمَنَافِعُ And some benefits for the people. And some benefits to the people. وَإِثْمُهُمَا أَشَدُّ مِنْ Or أَكْبَرَ أَفْوَنْ أَكْبَرَ مِنْ نَفْعِهِمَا But the, their sin, their sin of intoxicants and gambling is greater than their benefit. So in this verse is an indication towards what? Makro. That there is a darar. That it is harmful. There's some benefit in it. But there's some harm in it also. And the harm outweighs the benefit. The third ayah, man'uhu, is an indication towards man'uhu, في وقت دون وقت آخر يعني that it's prohibited at one time but not another t- at, at, at another time and so well Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions يا أيها الذين آمنوا إن يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تقربوا الصلاة وأنتم سكارا all you who believe do not come near do not come close to the salah whilst you are in a drunken state نعم and then in the final ayah, uh, the, a complete prohibition. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, يَا أَيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنَّمَا الْخَمْرُ وَالْمَيْسِرُ وَالْأَنصَابُ وَالْأَزْلَامُ رَجُسٌ مِنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ فَاجْتَنِبُوا Oh, you who believe. Khamar, 
intoxicants. Maser, gambling. Wal ansab, ansab are those animals that were sacrificed for idols. Wal azlam, yani those arrows that they would uh, take for good luck. All of them, yani abom- uh, abominations, yani um, filthy and shameful acts. Filthy and shameful acts from the works of shaitan. Fajtanibu. So stay, uh, stay away from them and avoid them. So here, command to stay away. So this ayah now, prohibition. So the first ayah, huh? halal. Second ayah, hmm? there's some good and some, ha- some harm, but hmm? the harm is greater and outweighs the benefit. The third, certain time is prohibited, but not at another time. And the fourth, complete prohibition. Complete prohibition. And so Siyam, similar to Ikhwa, at the beginning, it was, yani a person had a choice. A person had a choice, because it would be difficult. Just like Hamar. It would have been difficult upon the people, Alatul, straight away, if it, would, if it was made haram, because, and, and they seek their earning and their living from, from trading with this, huh? then it would be difficult for, difficult for them. It would be difficult for them. And so Hamar, uh, Suyam, also, that if it was made obligatory immediately, whilst they were still يعني, new to Islam, or not as strong in faith, then it would have been difficult. Now, so, here, in these ayat, and the, you find these ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Al-Baqarah, after Allah SWT, He mentions Shahr Ramadan, and how the Quran was revealed in Shahr Ramadan, and that whoever reaches that month, then let him fast, and whoever is uh, sick or traveling, then he, he makes up those days. And then Allah SWT, He mentions, immediately after, in the next verse, He says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That if my servants ask about me, then I am near. Tell them, inform them that I am near. That I respond to the dua of the one who calls upon me and makes dua to me. But the question is this, what is the connection between the connection between this verse and the verses before about Suyam? Hmm? What's the connection between this verse here? And if my, my servants ask about me, then inform them that I am near. That I respond to the one who makes dua to me. What's the connection between this verse here and the verses of Siyam? Of Siyam. Hmm? Anyone? Hmm? Take a guess. But the connection with that? Ahsant, mashallah, that's, that's the answer. Yani, that in this is an indication of how uh, fasting is a sabab, a means and a reason for your dua to be accepted. Wadih, is it clear? That the reason why this verse was mentioned after and how it is connected to the verse before is that dua 
that this dua for the fasting person, the one who is fasting, then that fast is a means for his dua to be accepted. That is why it is coming in that hadith. لِصَّائِمْ عِنْدَ فِطْرِهِ دَعْوَةِ لَا تُرَدْ That the sa'im, the fasting person, at the point of him breaking his fast, it's a da'wah, it's a dua, that is not rejected. That is not rejected. And also in that hadith, ثلاث دعوات لا ترد. There are three du'as that are not rejected. Da'watul walid walade. The dua of the of the parent for the child. Wada'watul sa'im. And the dua of the one who is fasting. Wada'watul musafir. And the dua of the one who is a traveler. Naam. Hakada ayyul ikhwa Ramadan and the Muslim in Ramadan is that when he is fasting then he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with dua and with all of those actions of worship. Indeed, uh, fasting, the reason and the ghaya and the intent and goal behind fasting is not just punishment on the body. It's not punishment on the body to be to starve oneself as a form of punishment. But rather, it is for what? Huh? What's the intent behind fasting? MashaAllah, Ibrahim. To become pious. What's the proof for that? How do we know that? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Fasting has been obligated. Why? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ That perhaps you may تَتَّقُونَ Fear Allah and acquire the taqwa of Allah and piety and fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why in that hadith, مَنْ لَا يَدَعْ مَنْ لَا يَدَعْ قَوْلُ الزُّورِ Whoever doesn't abandon قول الزور قول الزور is, is all types of false speech All types of false speech Lying, backbiting, slander, swearing All of these uh, types of speech False speech And acting upon that false speech فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ حَاجَةِ فِي أَنْ يَدَعْ طَعَامَ وَشَرَابًا Allah has no need Allah has no need for him, or for that fast, for him to leave food and drink, that food and drink that he leaves off. And also, in that hadith, Rubba Sa'im, how many, a fasting person, Laysa lahum in siyamah, that is not for him, from his siyam, and that fast, by way of reward. Illa al-jur'ah, except for hunger. That's all he acquires from it. He doesn't acquire a reward. How is that? That is by him not leaving off Qawl al-Zur. Qawl al-Zur and staying away from all of those prohibited affairs which the fast should be يعني, uh, making him do. Because the fast, the intent behind it is taqwa. It's taqwa. And also, وَرُبَّ قَائِمْ And how many of those who stand in prayer, لَيْسَ لَهُ مِنْ قِيَامِهِ There is not for him, يعني by way of reward, for that standing in prayer, إِلَّا السَّحْرِ Except for, يعني like a sleepless night. And there is coming that hadith, that hadith, أَنَّ الرَّجُلِ يَخْرُجْ مِنْ صَلَاتِهِ That a man, he, يعني, 
He finishes his prayer, leaves his prayer. وَلَمْ يُكْتَبْ لَهُ إِلَّا عُشْرُهَا And there is not written for him except for a tenth of that prayer. Or a ninth. Or an eighth. An, an eighth. Until, يعني ثُلُثُهَا نُسْفُهَا A person, no doubt, with these actions especially, again here, as we mentioned before, that the qarina and the close companion of siyam is qiyam. Siyam and qiyam are mentioned regularly together. And here in this hadith itself, rubba, saim, how many? A fasting person, or those who fast, he has nothing from his siyam except for hunger. Warubba qaim. So siyam and qiyam. And so in Ramadan, in those people who we see who come to the to the to the masajid and they pray taraweeh, and Allah uh, Musta'an, it's not just the children. Many times, even adults sit at the back. Soon as the Imam goes into ruku, now now they come and they join. Come and they join. And at this, يعني, what's the intent here? يعني, is it, it is as though that. A person, he he knows, he's aware that to catch that prayer and that rak'ah, he needs to catch the ruku'ah. But he stays away from it up until that point because he just wants to stay behind and he wants to engage in conversation, not take part in that ibadah. And so where is his heart really? Even when he comes and joins that, that, that rak'ah and that ruku'ah. And the next raka'ah after. Is his heart there? His heart's not there and his intention's not there and his ikhlas isn't there from the very get-go. From the very get-go. Naam. And also, that hadith, that hadith, we'll end with this hadith. That is that hadith, that hadith, uh, narrated by Abu Huraira, that amazing hadith, narrated by a number of the a'imma of hadith. Imam al-Bukhari in his Adab al-Mufrad and uh, Imam Al-Tirmadhi and Imam Ahmed and Ibn, Hab- Ibn Habban Al-Bayhaqi and many from the Imam Ibn Khuzayma Imam Al-Mundhuri as we mentioned in his Targhib, Tarheeb, the kitab we mentioned before that this hadith was declared also sahih by Shaykh Al-Albani rahimahullah the hadith narrated by Abu Huraira when he mentioned that they saw the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu ascend the member. He ascended the member and he said Ameen three times. However, they were unaware of why he was saying Ameen. But the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu he said, Inna Jibreel atani. Jibreel, he came to me. Hmm? But the Sahaba were unaware. Because at times Jibreel would come, as we mentioned before also, Jibreel would come, and he would come to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu and he came in his original form. And that was only twice. That was only twice. Or he would come in the form of a man. Either they knew him or they didn't know him. The, if, if, if he came in the form of a man who they knew, that would be the Hayt al-Kalbi. The Hayt al-Kalbi. The Sahabi. So sometimes he would take his form and come in the form of the Hayt al-Kalbi. Sahabi. Jibreel. He would come. Or he would come in the form of a man that they they wouldn't uh, yeah, you know, they didn't know 
such as the hadith of Jibreel. The hadith of Jibreel, when he came in the form of a man, they didn't recognize him. None of us knew him, as Umar he mentioned. And as in that hadith, as has come in that hadith, that hadith of uh, Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas, that hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari, where he mentions that I, Yom, yom uh, Al-Uhud, Yom Uhud, Yom Uhud, I looked to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu and I saw to his right and to his left two men, Rajulain. I saw two men with white thobes fighting yani vigorously and defending the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu never seen them before, not after. They'd never seen them before, not after. Indeed, they were Jibreel and Mikail. So he saw them in the form of, of men, but didn't recognize them. And so the Jibreel would sometimes take these forms. Or he would come and they would not see him. And this hadith here, Jibreel, he came and they didn't see him. But the Messenger of Allah, he ascended the member and he said, Amen three times. So they said, Ya Rasulullah, when you ascended the member, you said, Amin. And he said, Inna Jibreel atani. Indeed, Jibreel came to me and he said, Man adrka shah Ramadan. Whoever reaches the month of Ramadan. And he's not forgiven. And so, due to that, he enters the fire. So now he made a dua, Jibreel. He said, may Allah cause him to be distant. Qul ameen. Say ameen. And so now, the messenger of Allah, he said that ameen, that first ameen. He said ameen three times. The first ameen was the ameen to this dua here that Jibreel made. He said to me, Qul ameen. Say ameen. ameen. So I said ameen. Commanded me to say ameen. And then he said, Man adraka walidayh. Whoever reaches his parents in the kibrihima, in the kibr, at old age, whoever reaches his parents at old age, and he wasn't dutiful to them, righteous towards them, and by way of that he's not forgiven, and so he enters the fire, may Allah cause him to be distant, and distant from Allah's mercy, distant from Jannah, distant from His mercy. قُلْ آمِينَ Say آمين فقلت آمين And so I said آمين وَمَنْ ذُكِرْتَ عِنْدَهِ And whoever you are mentioned in his presence وَلَمْ يُصَلِّ عَلَيْكِ However he doesn't send the, the, the salat upon you The salat upon you The salat and the salam upon you فَدَخَلَ النَّارِ And so he enters the fire فَأَبْعَدُهُ اللَّهِ May Allah cause him to be distant قُلْ آمين. Say آمين. فَقُلْتُ آمين. And so I said, آمين. That's the third آمين. So in this hadith, the scholars when they explain this hadith, firstly, three matters. Reaching Ramadan, taking advantage of Ramadan. Reaching the parents at old age, and being dutiful to them. The Messenger of Allah is mentioned in your presence, and you send the Salat and Salat upon him. That these three actions, why did Jibreel make the dua against these three people? Or a person who reaches these three situations. Why? And remember he mentioned in here, in these, uh, these ad'iyah and these du'as, 
whoever does these things, or these, these situations apply to him. And so by way of it, he enters the fire. He's not forgiven and he enters the fire. May Allah cause him to be distant. Yani, why, why these three actions? What do they have in common? All three of them, ayyul ikhwa, are fi ghayati suhula. Yani, extremely easy. Extremely easy. Ramadan, when it comes, it becomes easy for a person to perform those righteous actions. Yani, the gates to Jannah are open. The gates to hellfire are closed. Shayateen are locked and chained away. You see all of the Muslims, even the weak ones, turn to Allah, turn to Psalm, turn to Salah, turn to the Masajid, turn to Sadaqah, turn to all of those good deeds. It becomes easy for a Muslim. Easy, because everyone in his house, everyone in his community, in the Muslim community, are performing these actions. And so a person who doesn't, if he's not forgiven in this month, as the Aimma they mention, Mata yukfarlah. If a person is not forgiven in this month, when will he be forgiven? Huh? If a person is not forgiven in Ramadan, when will he be forgiven? Huh? So, غَيَةُ suhula, extremely easy. Reaching your parents' old age, all it takes, be patient. At old age, as we know, their time is coming, death is near. Be patient and Jannah is yours. Be patient and you'll have Jannah. Just be kind to them, be patient, be say a nice word to them. They don't require much. Uh, but a person, if he doesn't do that, then he's not forgiven, and so he enters the fire. And also, how easy is it for a person, when the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is mentioned in his presence, for him to simply say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And by way of it, you get how many good deeds? Ten. When Sallallahu Alaihi Wahida, whoever sends one salat upon me, Sallallahu Alaihi, huh? Ashra. Allah sends ten. Salat upon him. And also in one wording, and he wipes away ten deeds, ten evil deeds, and raises his level by ten. How easy is it? How easy? And the scholars have mentioned on this point, that it's obligatory. Many of the scholars, different positions, up to ten positions, Ibn Hajj mentions concerning uh, the hukum of sending Salat upon the Messenger of Allah. Those, from them, those who say that uh, it is obligatory once in a person's lifetime, from them, those who say that it refers to the Salat, in the salah, they used to send salah upon him. From them, those who say, uh, in the tishahud, at the end, Allahumma salli Muhammad wa ali Muhammad. Some, they say that anywhere in the prayer, some say it's mustahab. Whenever it's mentioned, mustahab. Some say, uh, if his name is mentioned, sallallahu alayhi in, in in the gathering, then at least one time. The first time you hear it, or one time you hear it, then you send salah upon him. But the stronger position, ayyul ikhwa, is every time he, it is, he, he, the name of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is mentioned. Why? Because here, Jibreel made the dua against this person. Against this person. Whenever the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is mentioned in, your, in his presence and he doesn't send the salat uh, upon him. And it has come also in the hadith in Sahih Muslim. Uh, may his nose be, rose, uh, be rubbed in, in dust. The one who's uh, in, presence, in whose presence I am mentioned and he doesn't send the salat upon me. Dua against this person. And so Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, Sheikh Al-Fawzan, Sheikh Ibn Baz, they mentioned that it is obligatory. That every time the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu is mentioned in your presence, that you send the salam upon him. Naam. And so in this hadith, Al-Ikhwa shows to us يعني, the grave 
and serious nature of the one who doesn't take advantage of Ramadan. And the meaning here, when he's mentioned, فَدَخَلَ النَّارِ And so he enters the fire. That is يعني, tied and connected to a person, يوم القيامة, if he comes, and it only applies if his other good deeds don't outweigh his bad deeds. Hmm? So yes, a person may leave off, or may, may, may be, uh, يعني, um, uh, negligent as it relates to Ramadan, negligent, doesn't take full advantage of it. He may uh, يعني, be neglectful as it relates to his parents. He may not send the Salah upon the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. However, from the belief of Ahl Sunnah and how we explain the likes of these Ahadith, is that دَخَلَ النَّارِ Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean he will enter the fire, the one who doesn't do these things. However, it's connected to the other affairs and his other actions. If he's neglectful in these affairs, but his good deeds, those other good deeds that he may have performed, Sadaqah, Salah, huh? uh, other actions, Hajj and Umrah and Jihad and these affairs, that if they outweigh his good deeds, then his, he will enter the, uh, the uh, Jannah. Will enter Jannah. But this is referring to the one who, yeah, and he doesn't take advantage of these, these situations, actions that are easy to perform. And by way of that, he doesn't, he's not forgiven. He doesn't acquire those good deeds, and so his good deeds remain few, and his bad deeds outweigh his good deeds. And so, by way of that, he enters the fire. By way of that, he enters the fire. Now, however, again, from the belief of Ahl Sunnah, is that even if a believer, he enters the fire, he enters the fire, so long as he's from Ahl Tawheed, he will eventually be taken out and put into Jannah. وفق الله الجميع لما يحبه ويرضاه وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين وصلى الله سبحانه ان يبلغنا شهر رمضان ويوفقنا ويوفقنا فيه بطاعته انه ولي ذلك وقادر عليه وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين نعم